I met Josh through Aaron, actually, because those two had been friends since, what, high school? Younger? I mean... Middle school, I think. I think we originally met through uh, through church. Well, I say, yeah, we knew each other at church, I mean, since kindergarten. Yes, first yes, yes. Well, you, you went to school with me in kindergarten, mm-hmm. then left, like, I don't know, you just left. I left. Dumb. You packed your bags and went on the journey. Yeah. Thought you were Bilbo Baggins. Thought he was. Spot the height. Uh. And he still hasn't grown into the height on out of the Bilbo Baggins stage. Yeah, that actually worked a lot better than intended for the, uh, <laughs> for the topic at hand here. Exactly. So, welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. Um, today. We have Brock with us, or the lieutenant. Lieutenant Boldus. Lieutenant Boldus, yes. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Yeah. For letting us know the proper nameage yeah. to use. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Did you pass your intelligence check? Let me roll. Roll. Roll for your intelligence check. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What was that? Eight. I know, you failed. You can't read English anymore. So, anyways, welcome to another episode. In case you did hear, yes, you did hear an actual die in the background. Because uh, we are going to be talking about something that, or what, what was that for? What? Nothing. Go on. Am I going to have to throw my metal die at you now? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't. That might hit me. <laughs> I, I, I have them in my bag. <laughs> but I'm not using them on the table. I'm being respectful. That's why I'm not using them on here. Because um, I also want stuff that will make noise. Otherwise, I would use my dice roll thingy. Addy thingy. Yes. Anyways, so this week, and this is... Let's see, what week is this, actually? This is the week before Christmas. Look at that. Yes. Next, next week is Christmas. Yeah. Woohoo! We get to hear Aaron gift to the world next week, which will be fun for me. I don't know if it'll be fun for him. We'll find out next week. Wait, why wouldn't it be? Oh. <laughs> um, I was thinking of a different gift. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And at this point in reality, Johnson, if I'm not mistaken, you are in Pennsylvania. The 11th? No. Oh. No, I thought no, we leave. No, we leave the 18th. Oh, I thought it was the 11th or something no, like that. No, we leave the 18th, and then we'll get back around the 23rd or 24th. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. No, 18th. Yes. So this is this the week. Is... Before, I, w- I had the wrong date highlighted in the calendar right here. 18th, week before Christmas, which means yes, you would be and pe- on my way to Pennsylvania. On your way to Pennsylvania to pick up your personal Christmas gift to yourself. Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> learn sure, more about so. learn more about that next week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then. I, uh, I might have to record a special episode the week after to see if he actually gets a double gift of the same thing. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Wait till next week to find out what I mean. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, we got Mr. Josh Brewer over here. He's all excited and happy. And we got myself. We got Johnson and, like I said, Lieutenant. Or, as we call him on Friday nights, our game master. Oh, yeah. And, yes. Oh, I, I was like, what, what's Josh doing? Um, we got... Mr. Johnson, who is... Erebus. Erebus. What, Mr. Brewer, do you remember your character's name? Sigaod. Good Sigurd. job. My character is Eldol. Eldol. Anyways, what were... Eldol. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I have my character sheet with me. I'm almost going to pull out a duel on you. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did. Yeah, um, but she got XP out of that. The Game Master is here to officiate. <laughs> I've got, I've got all the files I need on the uh, laptop. Stop, check. <laughs> Let's go. It's not going to stop him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I become invisible? Yeah. 
Wait, what? What are you? I was going to roll a stealth check because I can hide in plain sight. But yeah, you I can guess... do that, but he can still see you because of his new spell he picked up recently. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's OP. I, I picked up where I can see invisible things. <laughs> but I wouldn't be invisible. I'd be hiding in plain sight. I can see everything. I can. Yeah. It's, it's true sight. What color underwear do I have on? I never want to know those things. <laughs> I don't have any. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh! That's your old, that's your problem if you're going to chaff later in those games. He's got to roll for that. A deception check. Yeah, yeah you got to roll an anti chaffing check. Seventeen. Oh, okay. All right. Failure. <laughs> <laughs> you would know. Playing You'd be able to say today. that. Uh, but anyways, so what you're hearing for all this for? Uh, we're going to talk about why I guess I, I I would like to say I preface this real conservative Christianity is like oh my goodness. Games like that, Dungeons and Dragons are evil. My mom is of that persuasion, by the way. <laughs> she she heard the word Pathfinder one time. She's like, "Why do you play Dungeons and Dragons? Why are you summoning devils?" <laughs> and then she hears Johnson, and she's like, "Oh wait, <laughs> he's already here. He's he's possessed. The devil's here. His name is Johnson. <laughs> His name is Johnson." Um. So <laughs> yes, and so for that, we I mentioned that, and Mr. GM, the lieutenant, said. I want to be a part of that episode. So, hence, why he is here. He's here. So, he is here to counterbalance maybe some of the stuff and all that. So, I, this one is very open-ended. I, I, I guess the, the primary reason is, you know, why did people kind of see this as an evil thing to begin with? It's a game. <laughs> yes. Uh, as a genre, the, uh, the tabletop RPG, the tabletop role-playing game, um, they are no more evil than, say, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, any of your other fantasy settings um, in all, rea- all reality. Uh, um, so if, if that's the debate you want to have, then you can, you know, pretty much it's like cut, cut and paste for all those. It's the exact same argument. Um, yes, there are technically evil things, but so long as it's like, you know, done, you know, it doesn't become excessive. It doesn't become, you know, all consuming. It's not inherently, you know, necessarily sinful or wrong. Right. No, I agree 100% with that. Because, like, I look at it, I'm like, okay, you know, as as we're going through it, I'm like, I know, one, I'm a normal person. I can actually distinguish between reality and fantasy. (laughs) You know, I remember when I was growing up, you had, like, all these, wow, Johnson is breathing loudly today. (laughs) Uh, I I remember hearing, like, all these things of, like, we got to ban D&D because this person's D&D character died and they killed themselves because they couldn't handle the loss. And I was like, how often did this really happen? And maybe those people could not exactly distinguish reality from fantasy. And and the, then the other big debate against it is, is just like, oh, you have this DM or GM um, that, you know, forces all the players to do their evil beating or, or bidding or whatnot. It's just like there is literally a meme about this where it's just like, it's just like it's just like oh yeah that's what they throw out in the news but in all reality it's just like the GM is just like okay you guys have all tried seducing the fish can we please and you've all failed can we please move along <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'm glad that has not come up in any so far yet in the campaign you're running yeah, now <laughs> if you try to seduce the fish as a barbarian half orc barbarian that'd be I would actually want to see that. That'd be entertaining. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, you guys already did the fishing quest, so. Yeah, we did. But we can go back and fish anytime we want. I did say that. Yep. Let's do some fishing. So be one-third human or whatever he is, one-third orc and one-third fish. Yeah. Would be his child. That'd be creepy. I don't think we have anything for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Need to be creative. Make one. 
No, no, nope, we don't. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> My son will never be known. <laughs> oh boy. And this is the reasons why D D gets a bad rap. Um anyway. <laughs> well <laughs> we were Josh and I were talking with a friend of ours about his D D like games and they sound very much more interesting than ours. How so? As in, like, a nasty kind of messed up way. Well, to be fair, okay, we have the chaotic evil barbarian who acts like a flower girl. You're just not letting me get there yet. I I, I, I found something. If you would have gone to Unchained Barbarian, by the way, I found something. I was like, oh, this is Aaron's character. It's the peaceful stance. Yep. (laughs) You rage peacefully. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness, it's Aaron. Uh, no. <laughs> yes, it is. You just don't know what I'm planning. That's all. What, what? are you planning? I, I can't. Why would I tell you? I Do you even me. know? He, do, he doesn't know what he's planning. I, I have thoughts. You have thoughts? Okay, let me ask this. Does, no. does it involve raging? Maybe. If it involves raging, I will get behind it. Okay. Then most certainly. Okay. <laughs> as long as it involves raging. Me and you can be rage yeah. brothers. I was, can we, like, when you go to make a kill, can you, like, describe how you want to do it? I mean, that's between you and bit. the GM. A little bit. Oh, okay. Depends. It's, that depends on between you and the GM. What, what, what was the, um, like, when they're down on the ground, you just go to kill them all. Coup de gras. Coup de gras. That's it. I mean, I don't imagine you'd easily, definitely be able to describe that one, but because it's just one final blow to kill them. No, usually if I was going to describe something like that, that's because you overkilled by X much. So one of the podcasts I listened to is called Critical Role. I know I've talked about it a couple times. So Brock is definitely aware of it. Do you remember me talking about it a little bit? I thought you, you were always telling me about this one guy in there. Yeah, oh, I, I have told you about it, who plays a barbarian. Yeah, that's why I talk, talk because he, he always, every battle he goes, I would like to rage. Um. <laughs> And yeah. I, I was trying to get you to rage a little bit more. But anyways, <laughs> um, going back to Aaron's question about can you describe that and all that sort of stuff. Uh, when they have like big battles, like with a boss type enemy, if you get the killing blow, what he does to his players, he goes, how would you like to do this? Mm. And then has them describe like in basic terms, like how would they like to finish the fight? Mm-hmm. He takes that information. Then he, you know, makes a big old story. But remember, this guy's a voice actor. So professionally, right. he's doing this all the time sort of deal, yeah. you know. But so to answer your question, some people do that. It, it's all on the GM where that what if that happens or not. Mm. So and it's not like he controls your life outside the game. <laughs> <laughs> what was that look for? I don't know. <laughs> that was just a I weird. Hope not. <laughs> you hope not. I hope he doesn't control my life. I have worked for the government. Oh no. <laughs> and the government does control everyone's lives. So Nuh-uh. no, doesn't control me. Are you sure? I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you're I sure, do whatever I want. There might be people in Congress who would like to disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other co- set of conversations. But, um, <laughs> let, let's kind of bring it back to wonderful tabletop Oops. RPGs here. Um, what? Well, okay, I guess, and I know my answer for this, so I'm not going to say it. And Brewer, feel free to chime in anytime you'd like here, sir. Yes. <laughs> At, uh, that, that's my clue to you saying, hey, Brewer, talk. <laughs> yeah, stop playing RuneScape. No, that's you. Perception check? Does he see the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> On who? Who has to roll the perception check? Uh, that would be Brewer here. Brewer, roll a perception check. Roll listen check first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What is it? Oh, <laughs> that was a three, three for those who can't, you know, yeah, hear because finger, fingers. Fingers can't don't convert to audio too well. I, I actually thought it was just one finger at first. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping. Give me the bird. So that that's his perception check. Or if my coworker's daughter says it, pointing to Jesus. Oh, that makes that? it worse by flipping him off. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah, that would no, be bad. If somebody flips her off. She says, "Are you pointing to Jesus?" And they're like, "What?" what? And they stop flipping her off. Okay, interesting. That's, I've never heard of that, that one before. Yeah, never heard of that one. Um, okay. <laughs> I do believe Paul said he had a question. <laughs> yeah, but Brewer's right. been derailed. Brewer's derailment, and at the same time. Hold up one moment, because backup recording just failed. Okay, let me ask you this, then, because I lost the previous question I had. So that one's out the window. Um, (laughs) So this is going back to the whole thing about why some of the very very conservative people hate uh, RPGs in general. I'm I'm talking like computer-based, tabletop, all that, which, side tangent, just... My mom is 100% fine with stuff like Final Fantasy and other RPGs that are electronic, but not the tabletop RPGs because it says Dungeons and Dragons in it. <laughs> just What's wrong with Dungeons just, and just, Dragons? Just because it has this weight to it, that history. Uh, just <sighs> I guess I don't know much about Final Fantasy, but I feel like that would have. It, it, it's the level of quote-unquote objectionable material is about equivalent. Actually, I would say it's probably worse than Final Fantasy just because um, once, you know, the 3D models and all that started coming around, they try to make all their women uh, appealing to young men. I'll leave it at that. That's true. So, all right, I'm going to ask you this one here. Okay, so first I'll start with this. This one, um, it was, this was by something written by Margot Adler. She was a Wiccan apologist. She surveyed those at a major festival. Um, you know, Wiccan festival, and what brought them to be interested in the Wiccan religion? I want uh take a guess and round to the nearest percent on the number percent of people that said RPGs in general got them interested in Wiccan. And this isn't a published book, so the book is called Drawing Down Drawing Down the Moon. It's like a 445 page book. <laughs> take a guess, Johnson. Thirty, forty. What's your answer? Thirty or forty? Thirty-five. Brewer. What's what? Ha! <laughs> well, he critically failed that one. <laughs> he didn't even have to roll a one, and he critically failed. What? You're per- guessing a percentage, guys. Wow! I just rolled the one in my hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're just gonna say he flat out goes. Uh, no GM, Mister GM. I want to say it's probably like thirteen to fifteen percent. Hmm. You all are way too high. Not oh. one person. Zero oh, percent. Wow. I think, yeah, we're all a little high on that. Yeah. And uh, it, from my understanding, Wiccans are, you know, it's just, it's kind of something that, like, like family history kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, that's usually where that comes from was, oh, hey, my great, great whatever was into this. Right. And, and I get it because a lot of, you know, a lot of RPGs, let, let's be honest here, they have that uh, polytheism aspect to them. They're, they are multiple gods of whatever, you know. I, I could think of, like, uh, Final Fantasy. You got Shiva, Ifrit, Titan, you get uh, Leviathan. You got multiple um, Ares and a bunch of other ones. So, you know, where they borrow from Greek 
gods and goddesses or Roman gods and goddesses or make up their own because Final Fantasy does that a lot. You know, it's just what it is. So people are, I think, are also scared about the little Johnny is exposed to this. Well, the little Johnny's exposed to a lot of stuff in school too. Are you going to be uh, homeschooling him his whole life and sheltering him from everything? And yes. if you are, I think that's a problem, <laughs> to be honest. Uh-oh. Were you homeschooled there, Mr. Johnson? Okay. I was not. Okay. I just, just, uh, never know. Yeah, so there was a, a book, or a study, I should say, not a book, sorry. In 1995, it's called Personality, Belief in Paranormal, and Involvement with the Satanic Practices Among Young Adult Males, Dabblers versus Gamers. Long study. <laughs> okay. I'll uh, bet with a title like that. Yep. It was published in Cultic Studies, the Cultic Studies Journal, uh, page 12, colon 2. I guess that means someone for maybe it's like volume 12, something 2. I don't know. 12 2, pages 148 to 165. Anyways, it was a three way study of, admitten, of admitted, admitted Satanists, gamers, neither. And they used the standardized, you know, testing methods to do stuff and the a personality questionnaire. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. And belief in the paranormal scale. Apparently, that's a standard thing. I don't know about that anyway. But they found no statistically significant difference between gamers and they call them neithers, which is weird. You know, who are neither gamers nor nor satanic nor satanic. But they found considerable difference differences from satanists. That's what they're saying. So they're using that as the thing of saying, you know what? There is no statistical link between the games and you know Johnson doesn't start playing a game and go all of a sudden turn around and go. I will now sacrifice blood. If anything, his not. mom now calls him a nerd. Because <laughs> what was your story your mo- you had from your mother that she said when you, she asked about the game? Wait, what? I had a story. I about- remember this, and you don't. Because your mother hey. asked about like what Pathfinder was and that. Oh, and I, I was, did I say it was a nerd game? Yeah. She, so she asked if I was a nerd now. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, Johnson. How do I remember these things? And you I don't. Bad really? At this age, you have bad memories. Yes. Why? You're going to be fun to hang around later. I am. <laughs> when you're older. Oh, the amount of traps I'll be able to set. It'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> no. You're not a rogue. I'll be whatever I want to be. Okay. But no, I, I, yeah, no, I'm not a nerd, though. Oh, sure you aren't. <laughs> Let's go with that. Music um, nerd. <laughs> Shut up. Yep. Okay, I'm going to ask you this then. What? I don't know if you've heard this one. You might have heard this one. Uh, Johnson, not so much, maybe. I, I've heard this a lot, and I heard this from my mother, that D&D contains authentic ma- magic rituals. Have you heard that one, Brock? I mean, I think I've heard about it. Um, not like That's kind of like the gibberish that kind of comes up by the people who just assume uh-huh. that there's something inherently wrong without actually looking into it. And I mean, I mean, that's the big thing here is, you know, you don't have to like it. You don't have to, you know, you can think it's the worst, you know, thing ever, whatever. You're entitled to your opinion. But, you know, you know, don't go out and like, you know, assume and th- or, you know, make conjectures like that without at least, you know, doing your research first. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson? You, yeah, are you? I've, I'm, I don't know. Have I ever heard that? I guess I'm not surprised by that. Um, no, I never really thought about that until like, well, this whole topic for this podcast came up. I heard anything like that. Really? I, I think the only thing that comes close, perhaps, is, um, I, I mean, comes with, like, wands and whatnot, and, like, the reason why anybody would use a wand, uh, technically, that's the exact same reason that they use in-game. Yeah. Um, Like, in the 
in real world, like people who like try to cast spells and whatnot, um, the reason they would use a wand is so that if the spell backfired, it would be the wand that exploded and not their hand. Oh, that's usually a good thing. I have to and remember that. <laughs> lo- lo- logically, that's the same logic for uh, why they use wands in Pathfinder and in D anD. d But I mean, aside from you know things like that, it's just there's there's not much substance there. Like I said, it's it's like you know going to Star Wars or liking Star Wars and the Force, or you know liking the magic from Lord of the Rings or or any of your you know your big uh, fantasy uh, Harry Potter. Uh, I'll throw yeah. that one out there. It's it's a lot like that where it's just like. So long as it doesn't, you're, you don't try bringing it back to the real world and, you know, you don't become ex- or obsessed or you don't take it to the extreme. It's, you know, it can be a sometimes healthy uh, indulgence. Um, for example, it, it, or most good Pathfinder groups and D&D groups, it's a highly social experience for a group of people that typically are not overly social in the first place. Except for Johnson. He's overly social. <laughs> <laughs> But well, yeah, he's, he's kind of yeah. a, he, he's an exception yeah. in this case in more than one way. Well, that's true. <laughs> what does that mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I want to talk about it. Perception. No. He asked for a perception. He's, for he's asked for a perception roll. He oh. got a four. Uh, yeah. No. You you get nothing. <laughs> and that's actually some of the re- one of the reasons I do like uh, Pathfinder. It is that social thing where you have to be social in one way or another because you can't just sit back in the corner and be like. Poof, I'm doing nothing. I'm just going to sit here and roll my dice. You have to be involved in some way because otherwise nothing happens for your character and you're just a passerby. And so I enjoy that part. But um, going back to like the whole, True. you know, the whole thing, what, you know, and I'm, so I'm reading to be fair. I have this article pulled up. It's from ChristianGamersGuild.org. ChristianGamersGuild.org. That's a thing. Uh, and they have a whole like FAQ thing, whatever. And they bring up, you know, this thing about, you know, some people say, well, spells and Dungeons and Dragons are real spells and rituals, da, da, da. Um, here's an example that they bring to say, hey, maybe they're just making fun of things. So this is from uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Unearthed Arcana from 1985. It's a spell called Firefinger. It has ah. the ability to produce a small flame from the fingers of your hand. It states, to bring about the magic of this cantrip, the caster speaks a word of power over elemental fire such as Ronson, Zippo, or the much-revered word Dunhill. Extends his forefinger and makes a sideway motion with his thumb. Uh, it's not magic at all. And if you actually look at those words, what are those words, those magic words? Come on, Justin, you should recognize these. At least one of those. Zippo? Zippo lighter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Those are names of, yeah. z- of lighter brands. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just poking fun at things. They're not actually being real. You know, it's not, you must... Real witchcraft. Yeah, exactly. Um, and... What they did also is they talk about, you know, someone actually took these books and it's like, here, people are saying these are real examples of spells, gave it to a real Wiccan, and basically they got laughed at. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that, that's about right. About right. So that, that was my thing with that. And I was just like, eh. <laughs> so Mr. Johnson, yeah. Mr. Brewer, I'm just seeing if Mr. Brewer's actually listening. Are you actually going to listen? <laughs> or are you so busy taking notes? Yeah. <laughs> are you still suffering from that one perception? Your yes, fail, yes. Your crit, yes, I am. Your crit fail there? <laughs> yes. Um, outside of, I already know this answer for sure for Miss for Johnson, but outside of like Pathfinder, where we've been recently playing, okay? What a, ah. Finish yawning. You said I was going to sneeze. Not I know, sneeze. I was wrong. Okay. No, so I didn't yawn. I go. <laughs> Anyways, now 
won't be interrupted with a yawn. Um, I already know probably the answer for this for you, Mr. Johnson, but the, the, the question I have for you is outside of Pathfinder, which we recently started playing, what other RPGs have you played and enjoyed and all that? And the next question is, have you ever gotten any like pushback from your parental figures units? You're talking about like... Electronic, whatever. Oh, okay. Ah! I know you haven't played a tabletop RPG before. No, so yeah, cause, yeah. That was obvious. I can think of one. I can think of you. Yeah? <laughs> you probably have a better idea than I do, but I can think of one just right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Johnson, go. Come on, come on. Oh, okay. Bring it up. <laughs> He's asking you, not me. Yeah. I was going to see which one you were going to bring up. Um, I want to see if you get it. <laughs> um, with hmm, Skyrim. Okay. There it is. Yeah. What else? I, mean, I guess you could say RuneScape. I am thinking of other, three other ones. You're thinking of three that I play? Yep. Ooh, what, what and I know you play them. Is you have sunk hundreds of hours into them. Hey, I know Dirt Dirt Dark Souls. Yes, one, two, and three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so you're counting those individually. Well, they are individual. Yeah, I mean, I, I get yeah. that. I just didn't I realize you were, I would have called that one category, but okay. I still. Well, would, I mean, they're, they're basically like dark version of Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I, 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 I see that. I'm just yeah. saying it. It's just like I wouldn't have called them three. In, they, in, have, yeah. they have wildly different mechanics in each one. Okay. The Dark Souls? Yeah, the, the, like you're uh, resting in battle and that, and your item durabilities and that. I'm not talking like battle. Battle is the same. Yeah. <laughs> dodge, 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 hit, dodge, yeah. hit. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, I, see, I, I don't think my parents have really ever seen Dark Souls. I mean, I've heard the name. <laughs> as soon as you hear the name, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you just didn't assume it's in our metal band you follow. Yeah. <laughs> sick band called Dark Souls. I Well, wait, have I ever? I Trademark. If I, I wonder if I've told her about Thy Art is Murder. <laughs> I'll learn on um, when I see her next. Probably. So, have you heard this new banner has been listening to? That art is murder. Yeah. All one song that I don't really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on. Um, I don't think they've thought of it as dark or like dangerous. Not to my knowledge, they just view it as a video game. Oh, you're wasting your time. You're killing your brain cells and just making yourself stupid. Okay. Hi. Here I am. Um, but yeah, I don't. Know. I don't think I've ever had. Have ever had any blowback about like, oh, this is like satanic or devilly kind of stuff? All right, not to my knowledge, not to your knowledge. Yeah. What about you, Mister Brewer? Did you play any RPGs before tabletop RPG? You're the one I'm not sure on. Um, I did a little bit of RuneScape when I was younger. Um, not really. He said a little I, bit. I really didn't. He said a little. I bit. I don't think I really knew you at the time that I was playing it. Oh, yeah. This was before high school. We don't have to go through your love life history. Um, well, we're gonna start playing together again, anyways. Okay. But besides that, no, not really. Uh, did you ever play like a shooter with like classes? Because in a certain sense, that would be a role playing game. Because you know, some of the sometimes like uh, the original Battlefront, where you know each class had unique weapons and therefore a, a unique play style. You can start to debate that maybe it's a role playing game. So I wouldn't say once again that that's on the fence. Probably until. Um, I got my own computer. I really didn't dive into role playing games. Uh, but if we if we if we open it up to the point of video games like that, then yeah, I had shooters and stuff. But it wasn't until I got my own computer, like I said, that I started diving into it. Um, one of them was Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay, are you familiar with that one? Uh, that's a relatively recent release, I thought, but mm-hmm. probably um, another uh, one. And like simulator I said, and like game. I said, a lot of it is you know branching out to the point of like a shooter. 
So that's more of where, if you want to consider role-playing games, that's more of where it stemmed from. Otherwise, uh, if you want to consider being um, like a strategist in a strategy game, that's yeah. kind of role-playing where you have to uh, figure out politics as well as... It, it, it depends it's on... breaking down a little bit there with that one. But for example, a role-playing shooter, um, the Tom Clancy Division games that have come out uh, the last couple of years, those are uh, first-person shooter role-playing games. Or I guess really third person shooter, but okay. I probably don't even have to ask for you because <laughs> uh, yeah. So I know I, your I, I've, I've done it. Let's see. So on the tabletop side, I once I did D and D second edition. That was a mess. Um, I've done D and D three point five. I did D and D or fifth edition. I did not care for that. Pathfinder, obviously. Um, as far as games, uh, a little bit more recently, I've been getting more into the RPG games. Um, uh, Fire Emblem, uh, Three Houses. Uh, there was a mobile game called uh, Oh shoot, uh, Brave Frontier or something like that. It was that was a, uh, a, a Final Fantasy VII styled uh, squad RPG. Um, I played Star Wars: The Old Republic, which was or yeah, The Old Republic, which was a uh, RPG. Um, I remember that one. Did you play that one Just briefly, like I did with Star Trek Two? But okay, um, but yeah, no, I, I mean RPGs in general are something that I've kind of gotten more into recently. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've been around a couple times. All right, yeah, I I remember it wouldn't have been, I guess you could say my first RPG would have been the good old Legend of Zelda on the oh good old Nintendo. My first, you know, as close as you could get at that time. Yeah, at that time, yeah. You know, it wasn't until like maybe uh, when I got my Sega Genesis when I got into like Shining Force, Shining in the Darkness, which was a dungeon crawler. Um, Shining Force one and two, which was more like um. If you think of the electronic version of Pathfinder, it's very close to that. And the how you take the turns right. and the initiatives and all that, blah 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 blah. Uh, and I kind of stuck with stuff like that: Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics, all those things through three three years. And never once, never once did I get a thing from my mother. Oh, you shouldn't play that game, even though on the screen my character is hailing down large fireballs on enemies, <laughs> or summons a scantily clad ice goddess that shoots ice at everyone nope no no words but i go and roll a die oh no well i failed whatever that roll was six well luckily for you you didn't declare it (laughs) yeah i know i was like uh i failed whatever that roll was um so it's it's i guess a lot of this you know we're going kind of studying this uh why so i'm sure you're probably familiar with it these two may not maybe josh Moore. Chick Publications, familiar with them? So what? They do all those tracks everywhere? Not off, not oh, by okay. name at least, but okay, yeah. So they, <laughs> they're um, they're the ones that always have those crazy little tracks everywhere. Um, they, they have one called Dark Dungeons as they're tracked, mm. <laughs> uh, specifically against <clears throat> RPGs, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, specifically. Uh, and they actually in here like take the most extreme version of it. Like, oh, something happened and the character died, and now it's a cult training for this young person, and she ends up you don't want to kill herself <laughs> because her character died. Yeah, that's a bit extreme. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Uh, okay, yeah, they actually even show a little a note in here. It says, "It's my fault. Blackleaf died. I can't face my life alone." As they show the body hanging. Of someone else's body hanging in the track. Yeah. Uh, if, I, I, I hate to say this, but if you want to laugh, 
look up, go to chick.com, go to tracks and look up their occult ones. It's called Dark Dungeons. Um, the, they sell these, but they also put all them spot? online. C-H-I-C-K.com. Is that? Okay. Yep. And so they have an article on here, of course. Um, now, again, this one's from 2001, so it's a little old. But they, ha- they have an article, Should a Christian Play Dungeons and Dragons? And it's interesting when you take reality and then you read their thing. And basically they're saying, well, everything you do is part of reality, so therefore you shouldn't play. It's essentially their argument. They're like, okay, you think your character died. That's bad. You shouldn't do that. I'm like, In which case, the, the follow-up argument then is, you know, no Star Wars, no... Exactly. Um, no Lord of the Rings, no Harry Potter. Um, and... Probably no Marvel. Yeah, as I say. Okay. So it's just like, at which point is just like, what doesn't actually, you know, get close to crossing that line? Yeah. That's modern entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Because you have stuff like, you know. <laughs> like the only thing that would knock out would be like modern politics, which while you're watching that, it's just beyond me. Um, Like, and then sports and the news. Great. What boring life that would be. Sports. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what? You know what they call an oxymoron in this article, by the way. Christian game masters. I have. A, I would like to have a word with them. <laughs> <laughs> this was from 2001, so 18 years ago. So it's been a little while. Uh, uh, <laughs> are you reading the chick track? No. Oh. Um, I mean, I'm on that. It, it, <gasps> yeah, they have. If you ever want, I hate saying this, but if you ever want to laugh, go and read some of their stuff because they are just so over the top on all their stuff. It's actually funny. <laughs> Um, Funny in the context that it gets used on this show frequently. Yeah. Get, get, um, take a guess how many of those my mom has ordered. Hundreds. Yeah, I was about she, to say, there's how many to choose from? Yep, and she has ordered hundreds of them. She always keeps some on her. Those are probably some of the worst tracks I have ever seen, but, but uh, that's my... Now, Ugh. so you have all these people talking about all these bad things with it. Now, Brock brought up one good thing. You know, people who are maybe, again, not Johnson-based, but maybe yeah, less social. Once, yeah, once what are it, some other good advantages of uh, tabletop RPGs? I'll, I'm going to limit it down to that because RPGs in general could be just so many different genres. Um, you could have your solo RPGs, your MMORPGs, your tabletop RPGs. Your uh, yeah, There's a big list. Yeah, your MUDs, your all that. Multi-user dungeons. Oh, more popular back in the dial-up days, blah, blah, blah. Dial-up. Um, they are still around, but more popular back then. So what are some other good ones? I'm going to hand it over to them because I've already got like three or four ideas in my head, but let's see if they can For, pull them out. What, what are some what, good... What's good about RPG? What's, what's, or tabletop RPG? Yeah, what things do they help you with? What are some good skills that come out of it? <laughs> um, Learn how to summon spirit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Is my mother possessing your body? I don't feel myself anymore, guy. Do you feel like an old lady? <laughs> yes. Okay. No. Um, I'd say some of the good things that come out of it is you can learn a little bit more about the people around you because it allows you to be a little bit more creative. Because you 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 don't have a computer or you don't have a board game go. with rules that. Even though it is a board game, it's not. It's and it does have rules. Well, <laughs> you just totally ruined it for <laughs> You know what I mean. It's no, not I like no, I don't do actually. I, it's it's. it's there's hey, more roll for that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there's more uniqueness when it comes to it, um, because you can present different things to the game master, and the game master can choose. Whereas traditional board games, 
you're you're stuck to a certain boundary of things. You you can't just like, hey, <laughs> can I roll for a perception check to see if I can give Aaron a wedgie? No. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, you can just you can. Are you giving me a wedgie? Oh, he's gonna give you a lot more. Than I gotta that see if you're day. wearing underwear first. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, anyways, I'm but, keeping this comment okay. in my head. <laughs> but anyways, um, go on. When you have uh, that that interaction with people to become, I didn't say not become, but it kind of forces you to be a little creative because otherwise you you don't have fun. I mean, you, I'm I've I've got counterpoints to that, um, just my own experiences. Um, but I'll leave that for maybe something we come back to if we have time. Yeah. Oh, we'll have time, Johnson. I <clears throat> um the thing I haven't it, it is more playing like a table type RPG. Yeah. It. I, well, obviously, compared to video games, there is you're able to do more stuff than you would be able to in a video game, like multi-task, multi-task RuneScape and rolling die. You see, you're playing RuneScape oh, all yeah, the time. Oh yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't afraid of that. Um, uh, but no, like there's more. To, we're kind of talking about this at work the other day. <laughs> JT, okay. Um, he was talking about Friday night or whatever. Did you say at work? He works with me now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> he started this week. Um, that poor, poor man. <laughs> Which one? JT. Shut up. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, but he was talking about like Friday night or whatever. I can't remember how we, uh, he was making this. Oh, he's like, oh, it's like, he's like, you're not gonna be there. Continuous. I don't know what he, what he said. I was like, it's just, a, it's just a game. Oh, Chris was saying I have commitment issues. And I was like, funny. I won't argue. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, I, I know that you have priorities, and your prior your number one priority is probably music above right. almost everything else. And true. I I am willing to work with you on that. I understand yeah. that you know that's you know that's much bigger to you than this game will ever be. So once again, I can understand that. But yeah, well then yeah, unless I end up being dead knocked out. Yeah, but um, you did none of your commitments. I, <laughs> yeah, I know it's terrible. But like no, so yeah, we were talking about. I was like, I was like. But I was, so I saw the JT. You know, it's a fun game. He's like, it's he's like it's more than a game kind of thing. And see, that's that's that, when it gets maybe a little scary. Yeah, that's <laughs> and he well he okay he was joking. There's a red flag he's messing around. There, but <laughs> but uh, so no, then we started talking about uh, one of my coworkers, Chris, about it. And he's like, he was I don't know, it was weird. But basically, it came down to is like, yeah, there's more like I guess stuff you can do in a tabletop RPG as opposed to playing skyrim yes there's a lot you can do but then like you know it's just so much more in detail well it's for it's also because it's a real life human right yes. writing the story not just one it's the group technically yes. yeah. but the, the game master in this case brock he can respond to the weird antics that happen yeah. such yes. as uh dumping apples, apples. on sigurd <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you freaking punk. And then someone ratted us out to the authorities. Yeah. He filed a report. Yeah. Someone's a great teammate there. Yeah. Who I don't know who did that. What a wuss. Nobody nobody, See, nobody ca- tried none of you guys tried to dive into that and my, figure my, out who that char- was. My, I was gonna help, but my, my characters don't know. I know, but my character doesn't know. Exactly. Yeah. There's a fun aspect that we might get to later. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I already have plans to help with that. And he knows what those plans are. Because he has seen all the contracts I have been making. Contracts? Yeah, it's called I'm Actually There. Yeah. 
Yeah. Remember when I gave you XP? I made a contract with you for something to happen. I know. I remember that. It hasn't been able to happen yet. I know. But it will. Contracts. Well, that sounds a little fishy when in context, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. But it's all in game stuff. Right, I know right, right, right. it's not. It's just, it, but yeah, but. Or maybe. But here's, a, but here's the thing. I wouldn't have been able to do that in a digital game. I wouldn't be able to, yeah. To, yeah. to do these little hijinks that I'm doing in a digital game. Because guess what? When I go. You're limited. When I'm going like, hey, guess what? I'm going to make my eye permanently able to see magic. And Brad goes, what the? <laughs> and now, now whenever I'm looking at something, he's like, ah. Dang it, is this really magical? What is it? And now I gotta make up stuff on the fly, and then he does yeah, it. Yeah, he, he, he Paul loves to see me scramble. It's fun for him, and I realize I do a little more theatric than I'm actually thinking. And then just I, because I know that you guys enjoy watching me scramble. And then I realize how I can use these new things he gave me. Uh, <laughs> they will oh, come. Yeah, those. Yes, those. Oh, yeah, those. Yo, he is gonna have so much fun with you. You have no idea what those are. I don't. JT knows what those are. You don't know what those are. I don't know what those are. Trust me, you're gonna find out, and you're gonna be mad. And I'm you might t- rage. <laughs> I'm a- Whoa! I am doing my job <laughs> if I make him rage. But it might help out with another contract that I have out there. Anyway, to circle back to the question <laughs> at hand, um, I'll drag everyone back to that. Um, yeah. But other things that you know that it can be good for um, team and or team building and leadership principles. Uh, yep. Uh, Paul is, you know, kind of taking the uh, the helm, but you know, yeah, well, like he's, you know, someone had to, <laughs> you know, yeah. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, that would have been a chaotic. Like, dis- but you know, in, in most groups, that's going to be a big thing. Um, another big thing is going to be problem solving. You guys haven't really run into that because I really did light on that because this is, you know, most of you guys, this was the first RPG that you've played like this, so you know, I was keeping things simple. But yeah. for example, the first. Uh, dungeon that i had you guys go into there was the four keys that you had to figure out how to how to use yep um so you know you're gonna have like all sorts of things like that um especially the more in depth and like you know crazy contraptions to unlock different doors and the just all sorts of fun stuff like that and it's just like you know so you know it it teaches you you know sure you know what you learn in dungeons and dragons or pathfinder isn't going to directly help you with your life but it still starts getting you you know thinking about you know ways and different you know different strategies to actually how to deal with real life problems. Yeah. To, to take all the data in and be like, okay, let's maybe think about this in a different aspect completely. And also maybe not make things more complex than they need to be. I think specifically about a recent incident with a little gem that dispelled magic and we all took it way too far. (laughs) Um, Oh, I had so much fun with that. Yeah, I know. And so, uh, you know, it was, I went to the other side of the town in order to be able to do stuff and be like, I'm going to move all around the city see if uh, machinations are afoot with this thing. And he keeps going, no, no, no. And finally he had nail me on the head and say, Kira says no, do this. <laughs> and uh, she brought along her boyfriend, Erebus. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I want wow. to see if you <laughs> Wow, assumptions. I, I didn't know it was I, official now. That actually was to see if someone was listening. Okay. <laughs> and he was. I'm impressed. I've got my research stacked. So do I. But my computer is now very, very slow. Um, so I also see it as, oh, I don't know, reading comprehension skills for maybe people who yep. are, are still learning to read or maybe um, trying to learn a new language help with that. There's actually, uh, fairly recently, there was a, um, a big report that a mother um, got a message from her son's teacher that he was excelling in math. And what had happened, and he, the teacher was asking why, and what the mother refused to admit was that she was playing R- or Pathfinder and Dungeons and Dragons 
with her son. What? And because of all the addition, the you know multiplication, and just getting used to seeing numbers combined in weird ways, he was picking up math concepts faster than the other students. That makes sense. Hmm. I get that. Uh, yeah, I get that, especially with I'm dealing with my character recently. It's just like, uh, okay. <laughs> And I was sitting there going through all my calculations for my character. I'm like, okay, this, 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 this. And then last night, okay, now I got to take away stuff. I'm like, dang it. Addition, yeah. multiplication, subtraction. Uh, at least there's no division right now because that would make my brain go. Uh, <laughs> I, I would just not have that fun. Um, but I would also say so the reading comprehension, the math thing, hopefully memory. Uh, <laughs> As you're going I can keep, you can keep poking as the GM. You can keep poking that button, and it's just like, yeah, show me you, something. Well, I'm I'm not even talking about memory of like how the turn structures and some of the rules. I'm like, you know, I know that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is literally exact. Like remembering the little details. Like yeah, like I keep poking all of you, and it's just like I will give you experience if you can tell me who you're talking to. Yeah, and I I, I will admit there are points where sometimes like when I get certain RPGs, I'm like. I don't care who I'm talking to. Just I want to talk to and do this. I don't care. I mean, um, I get that. And once again, that's just me trying to get you guys to engage in the world a little bit more. But, you know, that's just yeah. me being me. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but one of the things that, you know, that I'm not talking about maybe so much memory on like that sort of stuff, the rules sort of stuff. And like if you have a character that has like so many options, being able to remember how to pull all these rules in together. So it's like, OK, how 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 do all these things map? map up and also being able to then think in parallel because you got various attributes that maybe need to be applied at the same time. And you're like, okay, how do everything stack? And it's not just, oh. And then there's, you know, especially in combat, especially if it's a rapidly evolving combat, it's, you know, thinking on the fly. Like, I mean, yeah, there's potentially a lot of time in between your turns, but each time someone does something that could, or to an extent, could force you to completely rethink what you just thought you were going to do on your next turn. Right. And also, also, it allows you to get a little creative too. One of these days, I'm gonna to have to find a way to like shrink Erebus and then like somehow pick him up through magical means and throw him into an enemy. We're we gonna get over that whole thing again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to get attack of opportunity. <laughs> Except I'll do it in such a way you don't get attack of opportunity. Okay. How about that? <laughs> I want to get ripped to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna not throw you over enemy. Throw you right into an enemy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that was uh, that was a fun one. <laughs> that that one went old T Rex and all that. Yeah, jazz. you almost died that that bad, or the battle you left on you almost died. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I think you got down it. to like forty HP, <laughs> but you survived. I did. So I done made it. And like I said, got to be creative because mm, some of the things you got to do. Let's get creative. Also, like if it was. If it wasn't for me in that first dungeon, we would have been so lost. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, okay, so um, what it was is I'll, I'll go ahead and explain it. But pretty much what it was was a series of interconnecting loops. And if if you guys hadn't been taking very detailed notes on what direction you'd went, <laughs> uh, the whole point of that dungeon was to spend for you guys to spend a couple hours just, you know, flipping around in circles trying to figure out where the heck you guys actually went. And that was to teach you a lesson. Yeah, yes, it was. Um, but Paul completely circumvented circumvented that. Um, he took you guys around the outside, which a is usually a a typical strategy that you know you'll employ in a dungeon is just you know have like a methodology for exploring it. And his was ended up taking you guys all the way around the outside, and everything you needed to do was on the outside anyway. Yep. 
So he saved you a lot of time and headache, which I was kind of looking forward to. But it's almost uh-huh. it's almost like I've played RPGs for like my entire life. <laughs> I mean, just once not again, tabletop. To, yeah, just once again, to be fair, Paul was completely ready for that, and that dungeon was kind of designed for Josh Brewer and Johnson to somehow get stuck in there alone. Yeah, because yeah, I played uh, was it Ultima, uh, Bard's Tale, and all that. Where the original versions, you didn't get maps. Oh, you had a, oh, you yeah. had to do your own mapping and have uh, fun. Shining in the darkness was another one. So if you got lost on your map and where you were, you got lost in the dungeon, and you might be ending up dying because there there was no like teleport out spell at that time. <laughs> so I was like, oh look, I'm in here. How do I get to point A? How do I get to point B, and how do I get back and live? There was no answer for that. And so. like I said, with this dungeon, and there's just like, sure, you could go around the outside, but if you got stuck in the middle, it's just like, and you lost yourself. And to be fair, you guys have been in a what was a fairly straightforward dungeon and completely screwed up the map and got completely lost. Yep, oh. we did that too. Um, but like, <laughs> no, if you got you, if you got lost in the middle of that one, it's just like I can literally sit and watch you guys for days try to dig yourselves out. At that point, I know just get to the edge. And then get to the from the edge, get to an entrance or exit, and then start over. That's how I do it. Mm. Again, done so many of these things. So it teaches you map reading too. Look at that. Which is a cartography. Which actually isn't a skill really taught anymore. You no, know, it, it, it definitely is not. It's uh, you know, it, it's and this is one of the things I hate about smartphones is just like, oh yeah, no, um, I'm going to use the GPS on my phone to find out where I am, yeah. and I'm going to use Google yeah. Maps to find out where I need to go, and it's going to tell me how to get there. And it's just like, great, congratulations, battery's dead. Now what? Yeah, so when I was, uh, oh, I would have been like 18 or 19, I had to drive my br- younger brother to Pennsylvania. And have fun. <laughs> I had to do it completely via roadmaps and atlases. I didn't have a smartphone or anything. Show of hands, who actually knows where you can find those nowadays? An atlas? Like a roadmap. Uh, you can get those at like, um, I, I, rest stops, can you? Bingo. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the only place I would. That, that's the major place to find items like that nowadays. Um, occasionally, like travel shops will have stuff like that, or like you know, like the mm-hmm. uh, oh, hey, you came to this vocation. Here's all the places to you know go see while you're here. Like places yeah. like that will have occasionally have maps, but usually you have to find them at rest stops. Maybe we'll have to do something in the summer where Johnson has to navigate his way around just by maps with no cell phone. I like that. Wait, what? <laughs> Like okay, around Wisconsin? We'll drop you off somewhere random. In Wisconsin. And somewhere we'll, random. And we'll give you a GoPro and we'll put it like on your on your hat or something like that. And we will or release well, it on YouTube. It's just footage you know about of John. Me being like driving distance? Somewhere. Okay, so we'll take your <laughs> <laughs> We will give you a flip phone so that all you can do is call for help if you get seriously injured or get in a wreck. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. we'll, once again, that's the big if. We'll put you at a random rest station, and we will tell you a location to go to. I, I was thinking one of us also just follow him in a vehicle, just to be on the safe side. But okay. we, but we don't go. We we just follow him, so, and also we could record him get lost. <laughs> or or if anything, all three but, of us just are in the other car, so we drive him and him his car somewhere. Okay, and someone else drive another vehicle. But we have him; he can't see the right. whole time. What? We drive two or three hours. Okay, what? We give yep. him some Z-Quill beforehand. <laughs> but we let him go. And what we should do is we should put like a dash cam facing at him inside the car, watching his reactions and seeing how he reached the map and stuff. <laughs> and then we just follow well, behind no, no, him. I, I'd rather see it on the on the on like the top of the hat in case he like gets out and like asks people for help. 
Yeah. yeah, where am I going? And it's just like you said, photos just just like just like have like a little like shock thing on him, like a shock color. And it's just like, oh no, he uh, that person just pulled out a, a smartphone. <laughs> well, how how far can we get you with his equal in your system? I don't know. That'll Let's probably, find out. That'll probably knock you out about a good. Orally or by hours. IV? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Orally or by <laughs> IV? When are we gonna do this? Like this summer? Is never ne- next summer when it's warm out. We're not gonna do it to you in the winter. No, no. How? What, we gonna take like a full Saturday and do this? Oh no, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I say what we do is we choose a place we want to go for the weekend. We drive out there Friday night, so and then we get out there and <clears throat> me and you choose. He doesn't know where we're going. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you take me to the cross and tell me to come back home, that's easy. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We would leave you in some place like, oh, shoot. Uh, actually, actually, no. Illinois what, would be a good area because actually, there's so many towns. And what names. we'll do is he'll have he'll have to wear a shirt that says, "Do not give me directions," or no, "Do not use cell phone to help yeah. or help me with directions." Yeah, because I, I'm completely fine with him going to ask you know locals for you know because that is okay. That's that fair. Is, that's fair. But it's just like, it's just like, I am not, just I mean, making notes. Just like, I do not use smartphone to assist me. You have to me. go up to somebody and have to say, hey, I'm but, doing this thing. But as part of this, we'll give you an atlas of the entire United States. Oh. But then gosh. you would also be able to go, you would also be able to go to restaurants and find a more detailed map of the area that you're at. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to draw me on love, like Billy Bob, Illinois, and tell me to go to. Or we could some just some other pick, place in Illinois. But like, see, I was going to say. You see, if we go, if we go to northern Wisconsin, <laughs> and if we go to northern Wisconsin, we leave them on Route Ten. There's no rest stops in between the two interstates that you can go or go between on Route Ten. So you know, we can really, <laughs> or, we can really throw them well, under the I was bus that say, way. We drop them off in Minnesota. We go to my uh, friend uh, Nathaniel, his wife, uh, see Jenna Brash. Uh, we go spend some time with Jenna and wait for Aaron to show up there. <laughs> So now I have to find the house. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. should be hard. What do you mean it shouldn't be hard? Do a survival check. <laughs> da, 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 da. Two. Oh. <laughs> I'm done. See, I was going to say, if we drop them up in northern Wisconsin, it's very... Woody? Yes. There's not many roads, so it'd be yeah. easier for him to navigate, but it'd be more time-consuming. Now, dropping him down in Illinois, there's so many roads. Yeah. Depends depends on where do we want to go for the weekend, really? I don't care. Oh. I don't like this game. <laughs> I love this game. This I is, mean, this I, I guess to a point I like this because uh, I can get next. lost and have fun with it. Yeah, but... exactly. Well, that's part of the point is the you could learn a skill, map reading skill, playing Pathfinder. Well, now, here's how, a good how question. much of that would be? Well, okay, yeah, if you're what? reading an actual I'm just thinking about like reading like road signs. Like, you, like depending on how far the place is, you're not going to see any signs for this place for a while. Maybe. Maybe. If we do the stretch between Illinois to uh, Ohio, mm. there's not a lot of road signs. Just corn. Plenty of corn. You just have to go Same thing across to Indiana. The, uh, Dakotas all the way out to Yellowstone. Hey, let's do that. Let's put them somewhere in between I Yellowstone thought, I thought and Wisconsin. you weren't spending money before your wedding. Oh, who said this was before? This could be right after. And you expect that money after the wedding? Yeah, anyway. real, yeah. <laughs> You expect your wife to let you go for the weekend? And she, she'd sit in the back of the car with Aaron and watch him freak out spaz out i'm sleeping apparently no no no, 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 no you're no, sleeping no. on the way there so you don't have oh, yes. oh. to make sure that you don't fall asleep behind the wheel and that you don't cheat yes I'm, that's hey, why she's called the enforcer <laughs> i saw i heard what you said yeah i know you heard what i said i was like shoot and i'm starting to think they better not give me a car that doesn't have it <laughs> oh no there will be a car with no navigation but i don't why do i have i'll to just drive pull the navigation disc out what of your I vehicle i want to drive my car oh he can we'll just pull the nav disc out yeah there you go 
I won't. I don't use the navigation in my car. Exactly. Then you so can't. wouldn't matter. Anyways. I regret this. Hang on. When, when, last thing. I, I don't think he wants to use his car. Why don't I want to use my car? Because he can't use his smartphone, so he can't play his music. We can give him an iPod. S- CDs. Oh, he does. Yeah, you do have an iPod. CDs. Do you have an iPod? I have an old school iPod he could use. Literally. What if I just turn off my data and wipe? Nope. Sorry. <laughs> I'm rolling an attack. <laughs> There's an 11 hit. <laughs> There's an 11 hit. I'm going to roll for my AC. Nope. It Crap. hits. <laughs> <laughs> I do 2d20, right? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> 24, knock him out. <laughs> yeah, I got no chance. I'm just like, Smack. just like, anyway, back to tabletop RPGs. The, you pop what that again. Him? Not intentionally. How do you not intentionally pop that loud? Like, if I intentionally pop, that means I'm trying to get a reaction off you. If I unintentionally pop, my goal was not to get a reaction. I was just doing some sort of a, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Um, like a hand gesture when you're talking, but it's a vocal gesture while you're talking. Anyway. So, Anyways. Wow. Um, so, by the way, talking about RPGs, did you know you can contact Focus on the Family Counseling Department to talk about your kids playing D&D? I'm not overly <laughs> surprised. <laughs> they also is prefer- it still active? Their website, I, I, their website is. I, it's just, I have not heard much out of Focus on the yeah. Family for in like, oh, no nope. part of a decade and a half. They definitely are because they're asking for donations. Donations starting at fifty dollars. Uh, yes, so they do. Uh, but they also have a book that they sell called Spellbound: The Paranormal Seduction of Today's Kids. It discusses D and D. There you go. Focus on the family, spreading more propaganda than yes, propaganda people. I'm trying to think more propaganda than the fat man spreads lard on butter. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, perception. <What? laughs> He asked for a perception roll, Johnson. Uh, oh, wow. Wow, he actually gets it. He actually gets it. Congratulations. <laughs> Paradox. <laughs> he gets it, but he doesn't. I'm pretty sure the microphone does not belong up your eye. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but it feels cozy. Sure. Or uh, nice you're snurdling your eye. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, to find out what that means, you'll have to listen next week. Yeah, and nobody knows about that word yet. Josh? Exactly. Josh knows about it, though, because I gave him the list. Oh, I'm sure someone that listens knows what the word means. They're from Britain, probably. Britain. So maybe Ireland. Ireland. Eh, yeah, you're right. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So any other benefits to wonderful tabletop RPGs or have other things that maybe you've heard of why they are evil? Okay. Why do you enjoy RPGs, then? Enjoy it? Yeah. Why do you enjoy them? Enjoy like I said earlier, being able to have more fun with it compared to point with instead of a video game. But then the thing I like about video games is there's actually visuals, which uh, I guess there's, to a point there's visuals for the. Yeah, I, sorry, I'm a little cheap on that side. Uh, so oh, I didn't really realize there was like. No, they get expensive. Oh, really? Yeah. Very, very quickly, like one of the popular, or so there's different ways to run about go about running a campaign. What some people do is like. Um, you know, like model railroads. Yeah, they will literally build oh dungeons like gosh. that, and yeah. like oh, yeah. you know, like removable, so that like if you go in a room, you have to like take off levels of it, like crazy complex. Like some people will even build like entire like entire little mini houses out back of their uh, their homes, and they've got these kind of sets up or setups, and you know they've got like 
feed, like like Paul's piece, but like you know, correctly painted the way they want, stuff like that. And they'll it's, put civilians in the picture. And they'll well, have- well. Once again, it'll be specifically one dungeon. It's just like, oh, hey, you are now in this dungeon, and pretty much the whole campaign is you doing all the stuff that you need to do to either get out of the dungeon or to clear the dungeon or whatever. Just like for here, for example, a painted wall, one wall of a castle painted, eighty eight dollars. Two short walls, a pair, or no, three short wall pieces, $110. So, yeah, they get expensive. Whoa. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, he's uh, looked them up on uh, Google. He said crazy D&D setups, and that's what he typed <laughs> into uh, Google's image. And, yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, th- yeah that one's like, yeah, that's like a 20-foot long table at least. Yeah, uh, I, I, I looked up Dwarven Forge. Apparently, they're a company that all they do is make these things. So yeah, no, and that's also why some people do uh, like virtual tabletops as well. Like that's why you see people who have like a TV mounted on the middle of their table, and they do they do the virtual tabletop on there. So that way, a you can put the figures right on the because it's a cheap TV. You can put right. the figures right on it, but then you don't have to kind of imagine the map. It will show the map for you. Like, oh, this is grass. This is water. This is. Blah, blah, blah. And if you're willing to part with 25 bucks on Steam, there is the tabletop simulator. Yeah. So there, there's ways that you could do a virtual what? as well as physical. I think Johnson just is now into this whole like era now of like, oh my goodness, you can do that? Uh, He's going to make it now. If you have ever seen, again, I come back to Critical Role. What they do actually is they have a bunch of, now, okay, I'm going to be a low critical of Critical Role. <laughs> Uh, they, they sometimes get a bunch of these expensive things for free sometimes. Now, they do purchase a fair amount, but like sometimes they, they, just because they're so popular, they get free stuff. And I mean, they have highly detailed like castles, but they also do like elevation things. <laughs> so they have like, you know, their dragon is like this far elevation. And they actually have templates cut out like, okay, this is a 30-foot radius to see if they can actually hit the dragon from the ground at various spots. Ah. Nice. Um, here's one, Johnson, I'll show you real quick. This one is kind of really, really crazy. Uh, I can't move my computer too far, but you can take a look at this one, how big this is. Um, as you can see, it's just... But yeah, like like I said, people, you know, like, I mean, you've seen some impressive model railroads, and that's probably what most people would think of, but like, there are literally maps that are that detailed, that nice, and like, you know, yeah. hundreds, of, hundreds of hours of detailed work, and it is just like large investments of disposable income i would hope yeah yeah or or you're big enough and famous enough you can just get them all free but yeah and make your own it's more fun yeah oh time consuming but more fun anyway but yeah so and you yes you can do that but we're, we're going the cheaper route unless you want to pitch in a bunch of money i mean i guess i'll have to go back on that account again and pull some more money out. i do not do that for this because you will be an example of why D is bad for people then yeah uh, there's a reason why i use risk or uh, risk pieces for the enemies i have them readily available right that's smart yeah um use what you got the most expensive thing i have bought for this is yes yeah, still the die <laughs> because the die uh, were... those are some very nice die i will say that well they're very heavy 50 bucks they better be nice <laughs> But they're heavy. Uh, the little figurine I got was forty bum, forty bum, forty some bucks. 40 40 again, once again, if you you know have access to the equipment, which you know the equipment usually runs you two hundred plus bucks. But if you had the equipment and the right set of skills, you, I mean, you can make your own for relatively cheap. You just have to buy the material. Yeah, because you could design one on Hero Forge and download the file, the file and then or, load it into your three D yeah, printer. The file, uh, if you just get the file, it's like three to five dollars. 
So you still have to pay for the design work that or, they do. Or if you're really good, like you can make it in like your, you know, a CAD program or something like that. And so, but once again, it's just like how much time I do am you not that creative? <laughs> yeah, once again, like I said, it's just like how much time do you actually have spare and how much expendable income do you have that this is what you're doing with it? My brain is very creative and can imagine many things, but there's like a barrier there trying to get that creativity out onto paper and it just dies. <laughs> so it fails. I, I think, feel you. And I think we lost Johnson into the world of images. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's looking at things to spend his money on. See, now you can, no, I'm not, you can no. return those drums and get multiple of those. No! He <laughs> <laughs> can return that Lego uh, Millennium Falcon. No, it's a little bit beyond the return period for that. Yeah, it is. You know, a- by like a year. <laughs> you bought it from Amazon, he probably could. Did you buy it from Amazon? No, he'd have, yeah. to, he'd have to verify that he still has all the pieces. Ooh. Oh, and he has to do that by building it. <laughs> Three years no, later. No, 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 no. Actually, at the back of a Lego instruction, they have a I list know. of every I'm, single piece. I know. I was but... just giving him a Yeah, yeah, a yeah. I agree. <laughs> because, well, it's Johnson. Who doesn't love giving Johnson a hard time when he does stuff? It's Johnson. So, yeah. How's that for your visuals? Dude, this is crazy. So it's also a very good game when you don't have... So, okay, let me rephrase this. If you have a lot of money, it's a good place to dump, dump money. money. If you don't have money, it's a very good place to have imagination. That's one of the things that people are always like with kids nowadays. They're like, they have no imagination. They're just playing their video games all day. They have no imagination. Well, yeah. then get them on the tabletop RPG. They'll have imagination. Yeah, whether they like or, it or not. Yeah, they'll either have to work with it or they'll just accept it. Yep. It's like, oh, look, a beige map on the ground with grids. Okay. But you add some imagination. You're like, okay, uh, Aaron's Barbar, just barbarian, goes and kills things. And, uh, you know, so (laughs) are you still stuck on those images? He's probably going to be here for the next half hour. Can we move along? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. I'm like, uh, Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. What? Not our fun. Close the tab. (laughs) No. No, no, I was more like, what the heck is all that? Um, Sass. Yeah, the sass. That's all I need is more sass. Uh-huh. Brewer, do you have anything to add to this? Nope. Really? I'm cold. He's the one that wanted to get me into this so bad. Oh, you want to bring that thing up? Oh. <laughs> okay, and let's let's go. <laughs> you brought it up. <clears throat> fight. <laughs> do you have anything good to say about it? Is it better or worse than Access and Allies for you? Well, I guess Pathfinder. I, I think I, well, know, I, I think I, I know the answer to this yeah, one. I, I will <laughs> say this. I will say this. This isn't necessarily my cup of tea. So I would, in a sense, like Access and Allies more. But at the same time, the one thing I don't like about Access and Allies, it is very limited. You can't be as creative as you can be with um, with D and D or Pathfinder. Um, you can be more creative with D and D and Pathfinder than um, access and allies. For example, I mean, you have a certain limit of a- a- enemies. You understand all of your enemies' strengths and weaknesses. Um, and usually, there's certain key moves you have to make to result in the winning or losing of whichever side you're on. So there's 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 certain variables that will either grant you success or grant you failure, and you kind of know everything in the board. Is it is it's still fun? But D and D, you don't always know what your enemy is, uh, what their strength level is. You Complaining about or complaining to me about this a lot. Yeah. Wait. Especially when, when we got started. It's just like, how come I can't know what their stats are? Oh, oh. I, I remember this. Yeah. I remember this. He's like, in every other RPG I play, I know what their stats are. Which I've always wanted, do I? Most I don't. Not until maybe I level up way beyond and I get a special ability that allows me to see their stats. Or until you hit them, then you go, oh. Yeah, but guess what? 
I still don't know until I get that ability or I gain that ability to hit them and gain that knowledge. So, because yeah, that was one of the things I remember right away. Josh was like, I can't I know what they are and their stats? I was like, well, if you look at them, you might be able to tell what they are and what they're holding. <laughs> at least that um, portion of it. Yeah. yeah. But um, now, if you were to incorporate a Access and Allies RPG version, that'd be, that'd be interesting. But... And there's a pipe dream. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, Maybe not Axis and Allies. There's a, it's in the local game store near me. It's like a World War II... Diplomacy? Tactical RPG. No, it, it's basically D&D Pathfinder rules intermixed with World War II stuff. You will have different, definitely, you'll, you get your de- different variations like, like that. Like, um, like probably the biggest in, uh, knockoff of D&D would be uh, Darson Droids, which is Star Wars, for those yeah. who didn't get that reference. Um, it's literally a Star Wars version of of D and D. There's and, also Starfinder. Yeah, I mean, once again, it's just like you want to change your uh, or you want to throw whatever uh, you know variant on there. Somebody's already beaten you to the punch, and has probably left a you know note somewhere online for you to find. Yep. Um, um, although going back to the creativity thing, uh, once again, it does depend on the tabletop simulator or the uh, not simulator, the RPG you're playing. Uh, for example, uh. uh D and D version three point five uh, was you know fairly open, um, but there were still people who you know wanted a little more flexibility to you know do their own thing, create their own thing, and that's where Pathfinder comes from. Right. Um, that was them, you know, taking D and D, making changes to make the system a little bit more robust, so that they could do you know whatever. And then and then D and D came out with edition four, which was a crab shoot free for all. Like you can almost do anything. <laughs> and then they came out with edition five, which I absolutely hate because what they did was they massively simplified everything. And in that mass simplification, it kind of like, okay, here's like the, or each class has like five presets. And pretty much if you don't play the class in that preset, you're just, you just can't. And so that's my big critique with a uh, fifth edition right now is that uh, it's just like, there is no flexibility. It's just like you play the character as dictated by the guide. Or you know you're you're just wasting your time. So once again, the and that's that is the big thing with Pathfinder. I really like is like you have an idea for for a, a character, run with it, yep. see what happens. If it blows up in your face, I'm sorry, but who knows? That could be completely broken and awesome. Yep, and your DM may break your character for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Every time I get a chance to. Yep, 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 yep. It might be like, and someone broke my character. Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Question for you, sir. Because I'm the one who has had a lot of RPG experience like you as well. Less tabletopy stuff. Right. More. Um, Go ahead and shoot. So, so if someone was interested in getting started, like, say, in tabletop RPGs, what would you recommend for them? Oh, man. that That's a hard one, I know, uh, to throw right at it, you. I have some suggestions. I didn't know if you had some suggestions. I I mean it would depend on what you're already kind of into. Um, for example, if you're more into the militaristic shooter and you're okay with, uh, say, aliens, I would recommend XCOM or the XCOM series of games. Um, it was XCOM Enemy Unknown, XCOM Enemy Within, XCOM Two, XCOM Two War of the Chosen. Um, that is a turn-based strategy game. Um, there are role-playing elements in it. Um, but it'll give you an idea of like at least starting to think on the way that you have to learn how to play these games, especially the combat elements. 
Um, so that's not necessarily a bad place to start. Um, if you're into that, if you're more into the fantasy, um, I would recommend Fire Emblem Three Houses. If you're if you've got a Switch, um, maybe some of the later uh, Final Fantasy. Although the Final Final Fantasy games kind of always struck me as maybe a little bit on the higher end. Um, yeah, they're a little weird sometimes. And each and the thing with Final Fantasy is each one uses a different mechanic system. So well, so yeah. Once again, it's just, but like. Once again, for the people who are more like into the military shooter kind of thing and you want to see if maybe you're into the turn-based or the role-playing game, I would definitely look at the uh, the XCOM series of game. You can get them on Steam. You can get them on PlayStation 4. You can get them on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not even a, a question of, uh, you know, what console you have. So okay. it's nice in that regard. Although I don't think they have a port switch yet. Yeah, I don't think. But... Um, if once again, if you're like the military shooter type person, uh, if you wanted to try, that's where I would dabble. But uh, what if someone wanted to get involved in maybe a tabletop RPG? Um, Do you have any suggestions there? Yeah, the uh, suggestion is is you find someone who uh, who GMs, DMs, whatever you they want, whichever they prefer. Um, you definitely want to have someone who definitely understands the mechanics of the game and can help ease you into it. Um, for example, uh, as Paul mentioned last night, you guys weren't here to see it, but my uh, the campaign that you've been doing was very handholdy at the beginning, um, and there's still a lot of handhold help us out with this difficult issue stuff that I'm allowing that I wouldn't normally add in, just so that you guys can learn mechanics. And you know, it's just like I don't get it. Ah, options. I don't know. <laughs> Try to avoid that uh, panic attack. Yeah. But so yeah, if you're if you're looking for a tabletop simulator, you you've I almost almost a requirement you have to find someone who's GMs or DMs and you need to tell them that you're you're you want to be interested and they will almost certainly if they've got the time um like you guys have no idea even how much time I had to sink into what's really a very basic campaign for you guys. Oh, um, I'm sure there's a lot of time that had to be sunk into. Like it. okay, just for example, each of the NPC enemies that you guys are fighting, that's mm-hmm. at least 2 hours of my time for each individual one. Um, so for the encounter last night, I had, that was two hours for the ally, two hours for the enemy. Yep. Um, and just because of the leveling process and the way I design characters, I would not recommend it. Um, <laughs> that was actually probably closer to 15 hours for the common enemies that you guys fought. Yep. Um, and then there's just like how detailed you want to go into world building and whatnot. And it's just like, I, I have easily sunk a whole week at least into the, what is a very basic campaign okay yeah so uh other things i would recommend also if if you don't know of anybody you know near you and you're interested in that uh you could do stuff like roll 20 uh because that's virtual and they always have like I, th- I know they have like a looking for group section on the boards there's a looking for group subreddit as well if you're willing to do digital but at the same time if you're doing that you're getting a mixed bag because you don't know who you're going to end up with you're going to either end up with a josh or an Aaron. you don't know which one you're going to get and depending on your personality, you may mesh, you may not. Or Maybe. you might get in a group with, once again, someone like me who understands each character, how the each character kind of works and what you, what you, how you want to build it to make it right. work. And, you know, they can just by understanding what class you are, give you insights and whatnot, even though they're doing something completely different. Right. And w- hopefully if they're a good game master. Uh, they know that it, you're just starting off, so that way it's not oh, like... Once again, for the most part, you usually have to come out and say that because yeah, sometimes they'll be able to guess, but other times it's just like, you know, they could, you could be your first time, but, you know, you've got, like, basic tactics, basic, you know, survival skills, and it's just like you can fake it. 
Yeah. So like, so it's like okay, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, so you have all those things of the virtual tabletops, but maybe find a friend. Maybe trust me, we all know someone who probably plays it. You might just have to ask, and then you might have people who are interested, like Johnson, that you never would think would be interested. I did not think Johnson would be nearly as interested or get involved as or as involved as he did. Johnson is full of surprises. And then you have the one begging for Johnson to play, going, eh, it's not my cup of tea. That yeah, happens too. Does. Yes, we're talking about you, Bad Ranger. I can call you Bad Ranger again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically. <laughs> Bad Josh too. Bad Josh too. Like two as in T-O-O, like as in as well. Not Bad Josh number two. Aww. Bad Josh 2.0. But in order to be 2.0, never mind, I'm going to keep that comment to myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Mr. Johnson. What? Any comments, questions, uh, concerns, do you, do you closing think? things? You can. Yeah, you know, even if you can. Pull some money out and get the six setups, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this is what I'm doing. This <laughs> has been Poor Life Choices with Aaron Johnson. <laughs> this is How to Make Other People Rich with Aaron Johnson. This week's advice, give people money for things you don't need. Yes. Ah, just kidding. No, that's cool, though. I, this I this member of our party makes good life decisions. That doesn't seem like it. No, no, no. He is the most important person <laughs> of this party. <laughs> so you still, you're, you're, you've been enjoying it, Mr. Johnson, right? Yes. You, when you're able to come and not do music stuff. No, that's fine. You got music stuff. That's fine. <laughs> I, I do not ding. I just got bad news. What's what's the bad news? Apparently, I have, we might have to re-record drums and guitar. What? How'd you break it? I don't know. You say it was acting weird, but anyways, besides that, yeah, no, it's 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 been been pretty interesting, and it's fun. I don't know to get into people's heads, see how weird they get during game. Oh, getting into your head—that's always a scary thing, <laughs> because th- that could lead to things that no one ever wanted to see or hear. <laughs> Very true. Red ruby slippers and a long black dress. Yeah, get at that. <laughs> Anything else? You probably regret my life even more. <laughs> Ooh. You don't need to know. Okay, moving on. <clears throat> Brewer, anything to say, comment, add, say something you haven't yet, rant about. I'm giving you a yeah, rant so option. Yeah, so far has been like nothing. I know. He's been quiet. Next episode, though. And he and he wonders why I say I have to sometimes coax him into talking. Yes, correct. Doesn't help them cold. Oh, my goodness. We better end this episode and get him toasted up real quick now. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I really could use a fire too. Oh, and a cup of hot cocoa. Maybe with some is that your eggnog and is rum? Is that your Christmas tradition? Probably. Um, he just goes for, straight for the rum. I bet. Yes. After he became, after he was friends with me, yeah. Actually, I really <laughs> yeah, don't like true. rum and eggnog. <laughs> what? I don't like it. I don't like eggnog. So you're not American. Um. Nope. I'm half Mexican. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 a fair point. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun with you next episode. <laughs> um, next recording episode. Which was last week. Last week. <laughs> so you've already heard the fun. In the future past, I'm going to have so much fun with you. I hate that. Logic break. <laughs> anything to comment on this episode, Mr. Brewer? No. Okay. Brock, anything fun? Uh, yeah. Uh, once again, if if you, it seems like it might be fun to you, go ahead. Try Try finding a friend like like we mentioned. Uh, go ahead, try it. At worst, you find out that you know it's not your thing, and you know you, you can bow out. Usually, um, yeah. So, you know, some 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 people are going to be a little more. Oh, come on, really? 
But uh, <laughs> I mean, th- that'll be their result. And, you know, they'll they'll do everything they can to make you stay. But I mean, once again, it's just like, you know, you'll never know if it's, you know, for you until you've tried it at least once. So yeah. at, at least, you know, if you can find the group, go ahead and try it. Um, but aside from that, it's just like it's not inherently evil if that's a concern. And, you know, I, I think of it this way. Tattoos aren't inherently evil. Games aren't inherently evil. So Music so, isn't inherently evil. There's so much that we... But a D&D into tattoo may be inherently evil. Yeah, I can give you that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll submit to that one, but anyway. Uh, but regardless of the fact, uh, I, I just saw another one. If you are interested in trying it out, I know you're not a fan of the 5e, Brock. I, I am not a fan of 5e, I, I, but once again, that is simple. I know, but it might be a way to maybe meet some people who are interested and who might also play other things besides this, and maybe just a, a chance for you to get to learn some of the mechanics. Five uh, E obviously differs from Pathfinder in multiple ways, but most like around here, there's a bunch of uh, Adventure League stuff that happens in Milwaukee area where you can go and like two bucks, you know, that covers the fees and all that. Uh, you get to learn how to play a game, and they will walk you through essentially, you know, your first adventure in Five E. At least you learn some basics and be like, okay, this is intriguing. And then maybe you continue on trying to find a, a group, you know, with the system that you like. Maybe you end up liking 5e and you stick with it, and that's fine. That There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's, I will not knock you if that's what you like. You it's know? just for me, it's just like I, I just find Pathfinder to be far more enjoyable because, it, in my opinion, it gives you so much more option. Yeah. So, you know, go ahead and check that out. See what that is about. Uh, so that is, you can do that. And there are a few bucks. A lot of them are free, but a few bucks. At most, you're going to have to bring die and a pencil, which isn't bad in the grand scheme of things because most people have die. And if you don't have die, most maybe, of the shops will sell dice anyway. Yeah. Or the GM might be running some, have some spare sets that you can borrow for that one game at least, just to see if you like it or not. But other than that, I think we'll go ahead and call it. Next week is Christmas, and the week after that is New Year's. Whoa. So it's a holiday heavy month this month. With only two months, or two months, wow, two weeks of actual stuff that's not holiday related. Blah, 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 blah. I can talk English so well. I am starting out the year, or no, I'm ending the year like I started out the year. Honey will just speak wow. properly. Linguistics check. <laughs> 13. Maybe. Dang it. <laughs> I'm-